Hey gang, this is Trent Chattaker, chiropractor and advocate for chiropractors who locate, analyze, and facilitate the correction of vertebral subluxation for the better expression of the body's innate intelligence. Welcome to today's tick. For each week, we study a chiropractic principle, question, or chiropractor to help you acquire today's philosophy, science, and art of chiropractic. Thank you for investing your time with us as a student of chiropractic. Now let the class begin. How often have you heard people say, one day I felt fine and then the next day I was just... Probably enough that you do not even recognize the absolute absurdity of that statement, except for severe traumas such as car accidents, major falls, gunshot wounds, or poisoning. People do not suddenly become ill. Disease does not occur spontaneously. Small traumas, long-term abuse, and negligence through unnoticeable at first take their toll on the body over a period of time. By the time the first symptoms appear, the body has already been malfunctioning for some period of time, often years. This is the primary reason I have children under regular chiropractic care. Studies have shown that 80% of children receive their first subluxation during the birthing process. Many of them will go 20, 30, or 40 years, or even possibly the rest of their lives, with the interference in their nervous system. Even those who are not subluxated upon birth will have a variety of stresses put upon their spines as they grow. How many times does a child fall while he or she is just learning to walk? And after they learn to walk, don't they run, skip, stomp, jump, and hop? Don't they fall out of bed, fall out of trees, fall out of their bikes, fight with their brothers and sisters, stand on their heads, play football, basketball, hockey, dance, gymnastics, and on and on and on. And one of these things is enough to cause a subluxation. Left uncorrected, these will also begin to take a toll on their body. Joseph Strauss. In today's tick, we're going to grow in our understanding on why parents bring their children to the chiropractor with them to receive chiropractic adjustments. As you listen, make sure you share us with your friends, classmates, and colleagues, and feel free to tag us at Today's Tick. Now let the class begin. Should your child receive regular chiropractic care? That's the question we want to answer in today's episode. You see, chiropractic adjustments can provide a natural and effective approach to raising the quality of life in infants, children, and teenagers. Overall improvement and well-being has been reported for children who receive regular chiropractic adjustments. A great way to understand why children commonly benefit from regular chiropractic care can be found when you look at the difference between proactive and reactive health approaches. In order to understand the reactive health routine, let's look at symptoms. In regards to symptoms as it relates to health and well-being, It's a very popular belief that when your body has no signs of pain or symptoms, all is well with it. 
The problem with judging how the body is functioning based on how it's feeling is feeling can be a poor yardstick to measure well-being. How well the body functions is based on more than just the absence of disease or symptoms. This is a known fact. Symptoms are not the greatest measuring device to define how well the body is functioning. Even the World Health Organization states health as a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being, not merely the absence of disease or infirmity. Symptoms are not the yardstick that you want to use to measure how well your body's functioning. So in regards to your children's well-being, using the yardstick of symptoms to define whether or not your child is well may not produce the consistent metric you're looking for as a parent to know with certainty that your child is in a state of complete physical, mental, and social well-being. The reactive health approach to well-being inevitably waits until the physiology breaks down enough to communicate through symptoms or symptomology. Then we seek a course of action to eliminate the symptom or to try to put a band-aid over it so no signs or the symptom are present. The issue with constantly taking a reactive approach to your child's well-being is the fact that on a daily basis, your child is confronted with stress that can outweigh their ability to adapt to it and dysfunction can result in their physiology regardless of any signs or symptoms. This is also a known fact. Did you know that stress confronts all ages of children regardless of pain or symptomology? Yes, even infants and babies encounter stress. Every single person on this planet encounters stress in their daily life. Now, some of us are adapting to this stress, including infants and children, while others are compensating and negatively losing an optimal state of well-being, including infants and children. Stress can negatively affect all of us at all ages during all seasons of life. And we can't entirely rid our lives from stress, but we can become more aware of the fact that stress is a part of living and finding better ways to adapt to it to make us stronger and more resilient to the demands and obstacles that we encounter, including our infants and children on a daily basis, is a proactive approach to health. You see, infants start adapting or compensating to stress starting as soon as as conception starts and the embryo turns into a growing baby inside the mother. As this infant's grown inside a mother, the choices that the mother is making can either negatively or positively affect the growing infant. That's stress. If the mom is eating good food, it's less stressful on the infant or the grown embryo. If the mom is eating poor food or drinking alcohol, that's stress on the embryo. You see, these choices that the mother's making can become the stressors that start the process of compensating or adapting to stress at an early age. For example, if mother has chemical stress in her lifestyle, such as drinking alcohol or smoking, um, or even the flu, influenza, the infant can negatively be impacted. If a mother has healthy lifestyle choices, such as good nutrition, exercise, rest, or even a regular chiropractic visit, the infant can develop and flourish in a more positive environment due to the decisions the mother's making. 
And once a baby's born into this world, stress doesn't stop the process of trying to break down normal, healthy physiology. Babies are eating, sleeping, and trying to stay healthy just like us. So now let's consider how stress might be negatively influencing right before our eyes. All right, who here has ever heard a baby cry because they're hungry? This is a process of communication, but the process itself can be a form of stress on the baby's well-being. Think about it. Have you ever been so hungry for food that your blood sugar levels drop drastically and before long, your attitude and your behavior turn into that grumpy old lady that you see on the Snickers commercial? You become short-tempered and you turn into someone that you're usually not. Our internal body chemistry has a profound impact on physiology, and when babies get hungry, this can be a form of emotional and physiological stress on their overall well-being. What about sleep? Ever lose a night of sleep? How'd you feel the next day? Not good, right? I need to get my sleep as well, and I don't feel like the same person when I don't get my sleep. Losing one night of sleep might just affect your mood and focus, but add a few more consecutive nights of a loss of sleep, and now you're seeing physical signs of fatigue, which greatly impacts the neurological system. Sleep is vital for infants, babies, and children, too. Baby not sleeping enough through the night, this might be a physical stressor on him or her. What about falls? What about uh, slips and falls? You ever fall and you're like, whoa, that really hurt. The same can happen for infants, babies, and children. What about the seasons? Every fall and winter, the sun disappears. The weather gets colder and the kids head back to school and share high fives and hugs that create a perfect storm for bacterial and virus spread like hot butter on your bread. You see, the fact that cold and flu season affects all of us is is a known fact. And the undisclosed fact is that adaptation is a part of it. Adaptation to the spread of bacterial or viruses can mean that you're either adapting and you're not being affected by the bacterial or viruses, or you are. Kids grow up every day affected by stress. And the point to consider is when adaptation to the stress is there, the body continues to move in a state of balance and harmony. And when compensation is there, when stress outweighs their ability to adapt to the stress, now the body's going to not thrive in an optimal state and other forms of compensation can take place. You see, stress is all around us, and infants and babies and children are no different. And being aware of the fact that infants, babies, and children live in the same world of the invasive forces versus the internal resistive forces or stress versus adaptation will bring more clarity on what, how, and why investing into your children's well-being with regular chiropractic care is a necessity. Children have an amazing ability to adapt to stress But as they age and develop, demands and expectations increase in their lives and positive proactive measures for their well-being to adapt to the increase in stressors is vital. It's a necessity. Let's discuss in greater detail the proactive health approach and how that relates to children commonly benefiting from regular chiropractic care. A proactive approach to our well-being, your child's well-being, 
is not waiting until compensation is noticed, but instead making positive choices that will increase their quality of life and inner potential to adapt to the stress, regardless of if that compensation has presented itself. Sometimes compensation is unnoticeable. Um, If we change our approach from a reactive to a proactive approach in the realm of taking care of our well-being or a a child's well-being, regular chiropractic care for children is easier to comprehend. So why be proactive with your children's well-being is the question that you're probably asking yourself. You see, children encounter stress from the day they're born, and that negative stress can affect them at any age or any stage. And that right there is a reason alone to take proactive choices. Children's bodies have an amazing ability to adapt to the stress, but as demands and expectations increase in their lives, children need more positive proactive measures for their well-being to keep up or adapt to the increase in stressors just like we do. Can't entirely rid our lives from stress but we can utilize tools to make us stronger and more resilient to the demands and obstacles that we encounter daily. Regular chiropractic adjustments for children can be one proactive choice to raise their quality of life and well-being. Chiropractic focuses on the structure of the spine being properly aligned, and if spinal integrity interferes with the neurological function due to that misaligned vertebrae, then chiropractic adjustments are used to help bring that spine back into alignment, proper relationship with the whole. Misaligned spinal bones that interfere with neurological impulses are termed vertebral subluxations in our profession. The objective of chiropractic adjustments is to reduce vertebral subluxations so that the body can have an increase in the resistance to stress allows more well-being to occur from within their little bodies. Consider choosing proactive choices for your children and consider choosing regular chiropractic care as one of those proactive choices. Thanks for joining us on this episode. We'll catch you on the next one. There you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I did. Let me know what you enjoyed about it by tagging us at Today's Tick on social media. And if this is your first episode, please subscribe Leave us a review. Reviews help us spread the message about chiropractic and the location, analysis, and correction of vertebral subluxation. Share this episode with your friends, classmates, and colleagues. Be a champion and send them this episode. As BJ Palmer said, you never know how far-reaching something you think, say, or do today will affect the lives of millions tomorrow. As always, we like to end our episodes with the definition of chiropractic. Chiropractic is a healthcare discipline that recognizes the innate recuperative power of the body to heal itself through identifying and caring for vertebral subluxations due to the relationship between structure and function as coordinated by the neurological system and how that relationship affects the preservation and restoration of well-being.
this information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, mitigate, or prescribe the use of any technique as a form of treatment for any physical conditions, symptoms, or diseases. Directly consult with a qualified healthcare professional for any chiropractic or medical advice. In addition to the benefits of chiropractic care, one should also be aware of the existence of some risk. Risk associated with some chiropractic care may include soreness, musculoskeletal sprain, strain, and fracture. In addition, there have been reported cases of stroke associated with chiropractic care. Research and scientific evidence do not establish a cause and effect relationship between chiropractic care and the occurrence of stroke. Rather, studies indicate that people may be consulting chiropractors when they are in the early states of a stroke. In essence, there is a stroke already in process. However, you are being informed of this reported risk.